This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Halfway House Dick. Um, Cookie Tookie is out, and I want y'all to recognize me as a prophet and a psychic because literally uh-huh. last week I was asking if she was in the same witness protection yep. program as Nicki Minaj, and now both of them bitches is both out. Both of them asses up here, hello. I am a clairvoyant, and I want to be recognized. This week's episode is brought to you by Halfway House Dick because that's where Cookie Tookie currently is, mm-hmm. and we know anywhere the Cookie Tookie is, she's getting dick. So shout out to the Halfway House Dick. Remember that time on my video when she was walking past the Halfway House and was looking at the trade play basketball? Hey guys, how you doing, guys? And she was <laughs> flirting with them behind the fence on the other side. Yeah, she did I the same thing when she was just James. walking around uh, downtown Philadelphia <laughs> <clears throat> and was talking about how much, how much ass and how much dick she got. And I mean, I got too much ass and too much dick to be poor out here. Yeah. And that is a real motherfucking statement. I'm not going to be that poor if I got all this dick out here. Wow. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never, what do you mean homeless? What do you mean without food? I got all this dick. What do you mean? Look at all that back there. What's going Look on? Look at all this there? up here. What's going it, on back there? You you know what's going on up here. <laughs> my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course my blog, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the Diamond Titty Nigga, um, BKA the Blackmail Bushman. All right now. And this is your colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness with sex specialist. Him, me, H I M. You, girl. <laughs> and uh, culture blogger at Runner Matters. Do not forget to follow our official hashtag, Here for it Hive, so we can build a community. There's like 250 photos on our um, hashtag so far, so I'm probably lying. But um, follow More our likely. hashtag and add yourself. This week's icebreaker is um, Sex with an X. So pick an ex that you would still want to have sex with. Mm-hmm. So without disclosing his real government. government first name, you have to give him a code name. Mm-hmm. And so maybe if he's listening, he'll get the code name and be like, "Ooh, hey, mm, how you doing? I might still get some." Was that about me on your little um, radio show? Girl, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so are you giving him a code name? Because I know which one that one is. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about that. Okay, what's the whole? The- Sex with an ex. Give him a code name. Who you gonna fuck? Um, my first love. Oh no, he wasn't my first love. He was my second love, actually. But come on, Kelly. My Price. second love. Okay, so what's his code name? That's his name. Am I? That's what his name. I can change his name to that in my phone. He won't know that. I have to unblock him first, but it could change to my second love. So what was it about his stroke? What was it about his dick? What was it about his personality that you would say you still want to fuck? The only person I ever had unprotected sex with and um we did a lot of things and a lot of things so he wasn't my first love but he was my second one because emotionally i was vested to my first love but my second love i got all my physical things out the way okay (laughs) yeah and so his code name is my second love. My second love. So my I don't sec- know if they're sexy or not. I think you should have went first so I could have found <laughs> something sexy. My sexy love, if you're out there, you could still get a chance at okay. Ronald Matters. Um, my code name is Joggers. <laughs> September, spring, um, summer. <laughs> no, his name literally uh, is Joggers because this nigga had 
probably 25 to 30 pair Fashion of Fashion over for men. You hear me? <laughs> he had like literally 25 to 30 uh, pairs of joggers and they were his go-to for everything. Going to mm. work, um, going to the club. I could put a blazer to... with this. Go... <laughs> Wait a minute. He actually... He oh. actually, yeah. He actually did put so, a blazer. So, joggers. Jogger. And he looked good in these motherfucking joggers. Mm. Um, so, this is also a charade reference, but <laughs> joggers. It, um, I know you're out there. You probably are listening. Um, we could do it again. All right. We can't we can't do nothing else, but we could do it again. Um what's going on in hot topics? I'm so scared. Um the hashtag find men that eat ass. Oh wow. I knew it. <laughs> I, hashtag here for it hive. <laughs> hashtag men that eat it. And then if you double hashtag, you might get a DM. I'm just saying. The hashtag find men that eat ass uh, <laughs> originated on the, on black Twitter, on the mm-hmm. heterosexual side of black Twitter. Um, and then the gays jumped in. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and the straight men started deleting posts. A hashtag? Oh, cool. I'm here. They thought eating ass just meant eating coochie. And the gay man said, oh, no, 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 no. No, like rectum, girl. At boy pussy. The dookie shoe. Mangina. Yeah. And all the time y'all are... Saying, oh, well, ass ain't pussy and blah, blah, blah. And this time they said, oh, well, no. Since you're going to come over here in our word, uh-huh. we got some words for you. Yeah. And so it was a lot of straight men that um, had to check the heteronormative, heteronormativity at the door. Um, and I thought it was so funny because it was cute. Because they were cute. They was fine. And I was like, well, how much ass do you really eat? Ass being the objective, objective word. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we really found out that they really don't eat ass. Oh my god, devastating! A I'm black devastated. man not standing up and holding on to his word. Mm. Mm. I'm just, I'm so drained. I mean, if so, if there were some heterosexuals that were like, no, I literally put tongue to booty hole. Oh, I was, I was. I like me a confident man now. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I was, I was looking for those, but they didn't. It didn't happen, unfortunately. No I was willing to do some outreach. <laughs> you know, I was willing to do some community service. Yeah, some outreach. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, the biggest story of today, obviously, is um, Beyonce. She's about to be the biggest story on Saturday. Child, you wait till Friday, Saturday, and Sunday get here. <laughs> I literally don't know what to do. So between Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, watch the live stream on YouTube like I, I'm doing from the house. So child, I'm gonna dress poor. up. I'm gonna dress. Yeah, very poor. Um, I'm gonna dress up. Like, I'm going to actually be at Coachella since I'm not mm-hmm. going to be at Coachella. I'm going to take a picture. I might do, like, a live video or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's still an occasion. I just can't afford um, the big occasion. So, I'm mm-hmm. just going to be... I'm going to do the poor occasion. Um, but Cardi B has been winning over the past week. Her album finally dropped. We've been talking about her pregnancy mm-hmm. for weeks. I also prophesized... I'm the prophet. Oh, okay. I also prophesized that she was pregnant... Like three weeks ago, and oh. it was a lot because she said, "Let me fat in peace." I talked about that on. Three. It was like a month and a half ago, but okay. So you prophesized it back then. Prophesized. Yes. Pro- prophesized. That's a TV show or something. It's about to be. Um, I prophesized when she said, "Let me fat in peace." That it was a lie, and it was a lie, mm-hmm. and she was catfishing us. Um, I'm happy for her. The album is cute. The album is cute. Um, like the first song I really like. Mm-hmm. I really like um, everything after Moneybag. So Moneybag on down to the end, I like those. In the middle part, I'm like, mm, okay, well. Huh. It's okay. Speak up. It's okay. I mean, but from Moneybag to the end, bops for me. It's so it's such a bop. 
And so my Sagittarius sister today decided that she was going to be a petty Sagittarius like all Sagittarius typically are. Mm-hmm. And announced that Thursday she's dropping new music and not just one, but two, maybe three. Yeah, because it's also announced that um, somewhere on the internet, the Young Thug is coming out she's with a single. She's featured on. And he's, uh, not he's, she's featured on, Roman might be on there. Hello, her personality. Um, So it might be three. Songs. Yeah, so I mean, we've been waiting for, I mean, like two years for her to come out with an album. That, uh, well, you know, she took a little time off the She rest, took a little but, time off, but like the timing right now is very petty. Yeah. If you had all this time, and this is a perfect time to come out. I want to see the competition. I really want to quiet people's mouths. Either it's going to be Cardi or either it's going to be Nicki. It's not going to be both, unfortunately. Well, Cardi's going to get number one album because Nicki's only releasing singles. So, As far as we know. But to me, I, I was also interested in um, proving that they were singles. Because, you know, like as an artist, you can put out a song any day of the week. That doesn't mean it's a single for your next project. I mean, like, I don't feel, girl, I don't, if I'm doing something today and I feel like this shit's hot, then, girl, I might release it. You know, try to be cute, market it a little bit so y'all could buy it. She and tease it. But Nikki been it's putting a out single. Nikki been putting out singles since the beginning of last year. No shade. So is it a so single? I don't I don't feel like these are just singles that are just gonna come out by themselves. I feel like an album is right behind it. I feel like she might drop this Thursday Friday shit and then give you about a week and then say the album's out right after that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed because she's been she's dropped literally how many? There was three. After oh. Sheether, mm-hmm. and then it was like one and a half with other people. So I think it's time for an album. My only concern is will she mention that uh, these bitches is her sons? Because well, that's not a concern. That's I'm always happen. amazed when she makes a full verse and she doesn't mention that bitches is her sons. I'm amazed because I know that it's her go-to. She definitely makes a basketball reference. It is basketball. It is March Madness just wrapped up. Um, so I know we're wrapping up basketball season. You know, like all those types, like give me references that I'm not thinking that you will do. That's what I want from Nikki. I'm excited, but I'm like, don't make it expected. Mm, she gonna say it. Okay. Well, <clears throat> that. Um, the word of the day is docking. Okay. So oh, have... I like this. Oh, sorry, I'm telling my personal team. Okay. Mm. So you, I apparently you. Know what docking uh, is? Then. I'm I'm confused. I don't know. I never heard of spring, summer, September. Wow, <laughs> joggers. So word of the day, W E R D. Uh, we're gonna give you words that we don't typically use. Some people may not know what they are, but it's information that we all can use. Yeah. So docking. Um, the definition is a very intimate and intense sexual act performed by two uncircumcised men. Oh, I'm not uncircumcised, and, but okay. And or it doesn't have to be two; it can be oh. one. Mm-hmm. Because if his foreskin is enough, y'all can play just with his foreskin. Ready Player One. Mm. Oh, that movie was good. Lena Waithe did an amazing job. I bet she oh, did. Oh, but basically, what you're talking about? I bet she did. And she um, don't have a. So I don't know what she got. She she got enough money. She can have toys. I don't know. So uh, we're gonna get there. So um <laughs> guy one pulls his foreskin back and holds it while guy two stretches his open and outward mm-hmm. as in his foreskin as far as possible over the head and the shaft of guy one's penis. So you are sharing your foreskin with your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Say share it with your neighbor. Oh, um hey neighbor, let's share it. Touch and agree that you can share hey, foreskin. Hey, be careful with the touches, but okay. <laughs> 
Well, you, this is consensual touching. I might immediately feel the urge to dock with you. I don't have foreskin. I don't have it either. So, so this don't work. <laughs> first off, you're a lesbian, so there's all of that. Shout out to Lena Way. And lesbianism. <laughs> um, but anyway. That's all I got. You pull the other guy's foreskin over your penis and y'all start jacking the foreskin between the dicks, roughly. That's the roughest definition I can give you for docking. So it means like you are docking your dicks together, mm-hmm. you know, like a ship at a marina or a coast or anything like that. Um, if both males have been circumcised, there are docking sleeves that you can purchase and use together. So I think this is like an alternative for two tops getting together and having, you know, mutual sex. It's the double ended dildo version of um sex for tops. And I'm here for it. Bless his heart, you know. I was gonna say I don't have any colorful commentary when y'all exclude me. I just be over here at the house on the apps. I got some new app called so I can, it's on my last but screen. Just, I don't even know what it's. But meanwhile, y'all over here playing together. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm giving y'all reasons of why. Because everyone in Atlanta, everybody in DC, everybody in New York, everybody in Dallas, verse. everybody in LA, everybody verse. thinks that there are no tops. I'm like, no, there's some tops out here. They're just doing some inventive ass shit with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Bless them. Oh, shit. cool. It's nothing wrong with that. Okay, shout out to me. You want to go to a wedding, right? You want to attend my wedding. You want to be. Yeah, in the wedding that, party. Okay, well, as long as y'all stay over there together, I'm over here, and you're not invited to no wedding. I and t- I want a spring wedding. I don't want you to be hot and sweaty at my wedding. I want you to wear your tank top. You know, I want you to be real cute, but you don't want that for me. So, y'all stay over there together. Docking and buying toys and doing dumb shit. Whatever. Next subject. He needs to be a verse bottom, and then that way he will get married. Okay. Next subject. The next subject is, I think uh, Monique, the comedian, did an amazing thing at one of her recent shows. So Monique is currently booked. She's currently touring, doing a comedy stand-up. And um, she did a show in Texas, and there was an autistic child there, an autistic black child. Um, They put the camera on him momentarily. This autistic black child was screaming and yelling during her performance um, people thought she was being heckled, but it turned out that he was autistic and he just was laughing and he was being excited about oh. seeing or hearing her. And that's the way that he knew express how, his emotion, knew how yeah. to express himself. Um, she saw it, called wind. Um, obviously, security tried to get him out of there, but she called security off. She called the other people that were around him off and joined in and made a good humored joke not a joke at his expense but a hey everybody come give me a ah! if you okay. if you think that this has been funny or so far and so forth mm-hmm. it was really good to see her doing something positive because the last like six seven months of her on this goddamn yeah. mission to destroy netflix it was not positive yeah. and i was happy to see her in this positive light especially um, aiding the most disadvantaged of some of our youth, um, the handicapped and mentally handicapped. I was really, I was excited for it. And so I, I felt like she loved us for real, at least in that moment. Okay. I haven't seen the video at all. Yeah, definitely take a look. It's on YouTube. Um, just YouTube, Monique and Autistic Child. You'll find it. It'll be the first one that comes up. Um, that makes me nervous. 
Okay. No, it's, it was a good thing. I hope it all goes well when I search you, because I know you. Well. You the hot topics girl, so come on. <laughs> um, briefly, the YouTube shooter happened since the last episode that we aired, um, and I get it. I understand. I under fucking stand. Okay, well, we're not condoning violence. Not, well, Don't go to the YouTube headquarters. Because the girls that you're shooting aren't the girls that made the decision. They sit in these executive offices where there isn't an open door policy and they make these decisions. And the girls who do sit there with the sliding doors and asking how you're doing today and how they can help you, those girls had to suffer. And it's not their fault. But YouTube as an organization, just like when you call Sprint, customer service 1-800 number you represent the company girl <laughs> you represent the company and i have an issue and you signed up to get cussed out because you know the service is bad and so if the service is bad and that's where you work girl if i have problems connecting to everything i can't get a text message i can't get no data connection um the phone broke um the screen you represent low, the company you know i'm gonna cuss your ass the you fuck out because i can't call the, the ceo of sprint i can no. call you you're yeah. gonna be available so that's why I got the YouTube girl. I understand. Girl. But, so the story mm. went, um, she was a part of all this demonetization and lowering of your goddamn platform. This yeah. was one of her main sources of income. Then white she, boy had did something with a dead body, so now everybody got a suffer. It just was Me a mess. included. I have not got a YouTube check a all mess. fucking year because of that. And I will understand her struggle because of that. That, yes. So... I'm not going to condone what she did. I'm just going to say I understand <laughs> it. Because. <laughs> I feel like it's still bad that we understand. I don't know. No, no. I'm going to tell my truth. I understand. Well, that means we might, there might be a section of us we that are a little at bit the same crazy. Place. We worked at the same place. but I'm okay with being a little crazy. Um, I'm not saying that, again, I understand. <laughs> Bitch. Um, yeah. Lucky I don't have a. Mm. Um, the Vixen is my new favorite. From RuPaul's Drag Race season ten. Okay, her fashions. Um, you know, I the love way she her fashions. Drag. What I love about her more is her attitude and her willingness to stand in blackness and stand up to white innocence. Oh, I did live for that moment. That moment was the best that I've seen in Drag Race um, since Carmen Carrera and Raja's lip sync. Because that moment is in, in infamy for me. In Untucked, I think Aquaria tried to say, like, yeah. I'm a victim in this. And then Cried the Vixen twice. said, hold on now. Because the way it's going to look like on TV is that you're a victim. And here I go, the angry black woman in drag. Um, I'm coming after you. But no, you did this. I responded in like kind. this. And now all of a sudden, you're over here crying because you were approached with the realness and not the shit that you used to up there in New York, which was amazing to me. It was like, Aquarius from New York. So how is she all Southern Belle she, all of a sudden? She ain't. And, I, that, and that's the what, problem. She ain't. And that's I, the problem. So she don't have no training wheels, in, training wheels in New York. People call her and say, say it like it is at her <laughs> yeah. fucking performances on the internet. So for her what to be you, so sensitive all of a sudden what? speaks directly to the white privilege that Vixen was talking about uh-huh. and saying... Because I'm a dark-skinned black woman. Woman from Chicago, which already on this show. I started the conversation and said, I'm here to fight. And you want to get in a fight with me? Cool. Now, when I punch you in the fucking teeth, 
Don't be don't don't call the police now. Yeah, because I because you want to be in a fight. I told you what I gave. <laughs> I told so you what since I gave. you want to be in a fight, I told and you I'll punch I you in your teeth. Don't call the police now. You wanted to be in a fight, and I just happened to hit harder than you. Oh my god! And that is the problem that happens so All much with um, white innocence, white privilege, white tears. All of the oh well, oh, no, I lost, and so I'm so shrunken and i can't believe this has happened to me you look me. pathetic trying to do and, this well bitch I'm, I'm, an act, I'm an actor <laughs> oh my god very okay. very very kenya more realness check cool. my resume well right now imdb alert um but yeah that that happens so often and i was happy to see a real moment happen in um drag, drag race. race untucked um and the vixen is my fave now for having that moment she could literally go home next week um, but I will still remember that moment because it was a check to one girl, but it was really a check to a million. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have any more colorful commentary. Anything else in our topics? Cause, Joe. Um, <clears throat> I have become a hot topic. Oh. And I did not intend to be. Uh, what's the link? Oh my god. <laughs> that, that, no, that literally is the problem. I do literally sit here and be like, "What's the link?" Um, I talked about some porn that I may oh, or may not yeah. be in, oh. um, a few weeks ago, yep. and it seems like me even talking about it ignited that shit on the motherfucking internet, and then I saw the, the views of the porn go way up, the comments go way up, and I was like, damn, them niggas done found me out. Shit. All right. Then I'm randomly scrolling through Twitter the other day. And I see someone post the porn as themselves and their cousin having a threesome. And I was like, what? Nigga. Huh? There were three people in the porno. Myself, another top, and a bottom. None of these people were the person that was posting this porn as themselves. Uh Uh-oh. And so I was like, Damn, I'm stuck in a hard place. Like, I want to call him out, but then I'm going to identify myself on Twitter as the person that's in the porn. Uh, but this person clearly is using my porn to get to gain his own fan base. No way, he ain't in the goddamn porno. I was like, this is the epitome of catfish. Catfish in 2018 has gone to another height. Now all of a sudden, can- I'm a victim of catfish. Okay. Well, I've always be I've always been a catfish. I just sometimes without you know I'm a bit though. Whether I put you out at the door or whether I put you out after I'm not I'm done with you. That's, Me too. Hashtag. Yeah. But anyway, um, although it's a serious problem. So still in porn and leaking porn. One, there are two people that were in the video. I could hold either one of them accountable and be like, girl, what? We what we this how this going on my vista all of a sudden. But the girls live for a good storyline on porn. They be like, um, guy fucks his school teacher, and they be like at the house in the bed. I be like, that's what it no, is. No, it's a nigga in the hood fucking a regular bitch, and she just wear glasses. That's not his teacher for real. I'm like, y'all be doing the most. That's what it really they be coming is. Up with these he came up lines. with a storyline for a video. So literally, me and a top fuck buddy of mine, like we uh-huh. fuck other bottoms together. Previously. Let's just move on. Okay. Previously, what other hot topics you got? We we do okay. this, um, and this happened to be just a random bottom that okay. we were having sex with. Shout out to random bottom. Shout Follow out him to, on Instagram. It, shout out to her. She might be the one that leaked it. <laughs> but um, 
This person billed the video as him and his cousin having sex with somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even have sex with my cousin, so I know that this ain't even... He didn't change the whole storyline of for it. a good narrative. And, General Hospital, as the world turns... Stop stealing porn. One life to live. Stop stealing teams. porn. Make your own porn. Make your mm-hmm. own porn. If your dick is too little, just get fucked. Oh, that's sweet. What else is going on? That is all for Hot Topics. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to say. This week's episode is brought to you by Juneteenth Weekend, happening June 14th through 17th, presented by Dallas Southern Pride. Performers and special guests include Trina, Safari, Mariah Lynn, and Prince from Love & Hip Hop, R&B legend Tank, actor Terrell Carter, and more. You do not want to miss Saturday's Unity Festival and Pool Party hosted by Trina. Tickets start at $25.00. Or Sunday's free Unity Barbecue. Follow them on the internet at Dallas Southern Pride on social media. Plus, get host hotel and ticket information on DallasSouthernPride.com. This week in social studies, it is National Stress Month. First of all, being a black person, being male, and being gay. All of those things are stressors in our lives, and the American Psychological Association says untreated chronic stress can result in serious chronic health conditions, of course chronic, including anxiety, insomnia, muscle pain, high blood pressure, and a weakened immune system. We already fight HIV, so we don't need nothing else battling our immune system. (laughs) Research shows that stress can contribute to the development of major illnesses, including heart disease, depression, and obesity. Um, And the American Psychological Association recommends five things. I'm not going to go through all five of them here, but um, they say take a break from the stressor. Of course, if there's a baby crying, you got to leave the baby crying. First of all, my grandma told me to let the baby cry because the baby got to learn that she can't just cry and I'm going to run over here to her. Um, if your bills are behind, bills are past due. If they didn't got this far, 30 more days ain't going to kill you. Um, you can't just leave them unpaid. But take a break from those bills. Do something else. Because taking a break can help you find a new perspective or practice techniques to feel less overwhelmed. Another thing the American Psychological Association recommends is exercise and meditation. Um, it says exercise benefits your mind just as much as your body. Even a 20 minute walk, run, swim, or dance session in the midst of a stressful time can help an immediate, can give an immediate effect that lasts for several hours. So, child, sometimes you just got to commit to Zumba being what you need to relieve your stress. Or sometimes getting on the treadmill and listening to hashtag invasion of privacy. Or listening to our prep playlist that is on Patreon right okay. now. Shout out to title. <clears throat> that will give you a whole bunch of energy and realign your whole spirit. Um, Doctor, I'm going to get this name wrong. It says Mathu Storani, MD, comma, PhD, told Psychology Today that stress and certain food items can be affecting your mood. So, child, if you're already stressed out and then you're over here eating all these bad foods that are... I'm going to spell this. It says F-O-D-M-A-P. FODMAPs are short-chain carbohydrates, which your small intestine cannot absorb. And as a result, when those things get fermented in your digestive tract, 
um, and encounter your good bacteria, those things in the wrong zones can promote inflammation, disrupt motility, and increase intestinal permeability. So if you're stressed out, child, at least be trying to eat right or doing things to help you. I'm stressed out right now, so I know I need to do this. I need to eat better. Does this or, include Sour Patch Kids? I was going to say because those things might be high in caffeine. No. Or sugar. Things sugar. that are high in sugar is bad for you, but the American diet includes a lot of sugar because they stripped everything of the nutrients and packed it with sugar. So those things will ferment in your digestive tract and, uh, you know. But I will leave links below because it's a lot of big words and it's a lot of um, important things. And I don't want you to be like, Run a Matters Head said, and Run a Matters Head told you wrong. So definitely read the links below and you will get all the information you need. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> this week, um, I've, I'm pansexual, I'm demisexual. Lies. Okay. Um, this week in sexual health, I wanted to highlight um, the American Sexual Health Association. All right now, they have an association for that. Yes, this is why you this your segment. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, this month is STI Awareness Month, um, and on their website they talked about um, asymptomatic people not being negative, and um, their new Yes Means Test um, campaign. Come on for. Um, young people specifically targeting lgbt people that are more at risk for sti um um diseases come on age 18 through 24 well it's even younger than that it's um, they're, yeah, they're 15 to no thir- 13 to 13 20- yeah so oh if you God, if you young. ask if you ask some of these kids that are joining high school now if they've had sex they more than often say yes. Now, some of them, you know, a couple of them might be lying. But most Tumblr, of them, when they say yes, they literally are fans. having sex because these kids is fresh as fuck now. They oh, are having okay. sex early. And they having sex often. They might be having sex more than me. So, wow. they out here. So, the yes. 13 years old. Okay. Yeah. And so, that's why the, the association is targeting these kids because they are having sex a lot earlier than some of us had sex in the 90s and... The CDC reported um, kids that were up to age 15, 40% of them were, said that they didn't use condoms. But I got to find an official stat. But it was like they're not using condoms because they're taught about sex, but they're not taught about condoms. Well, this study is targeting one in two young people who mm-hmm. will get an STI before the age of 25. Oh, my God. So that means half of the kids between 13 and and 25, because sometimes you ain't even really mature when you're 25, no shade, um, will get an STD in their lifetime. And there's nothing wrong with that, but in uh, getting those STIs, it is important to make sure that you are being tested. So the campaign, yes, means test, is about if you answer the question, have you had sex yet, and your answer is yes, then that means you must be tested. You must be submit to um, at least biannual testing for all STIs, get a full STI, STD panel tested done. If the answer to your question is, yes, I have had sex between the ages of 13 to 25 because one in two have contracted an STI. 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with contra- contracting an STI. Again, I've talked about it on the You podcast. learn from that. That one time you get your stuff start leaking or discharging or hurting when you pee. Oh, you learn from that. Well, again, that that's oh that's the but again that's the reason why. And we're trying to save you from that. No, the the reason why is some of these are some of these kids are asymptomatic, mm-hmm. and so it don't mean that it's going to leak. It doesn't mean that it's going to hurt or it's going to burn <clears throat> for you to have an STI. So those things may be extremely unpre unpresent right now. And you're still out here having sex, maybe sometimes with a condom, maybe sometimes without, and not knowing that you have an STI, but this campaign is targeting you so you can be tested and can be treated for that STI. STIs in young adults at at that certain age, certain STIs can make you infertile if you have them long enough. And so you do not want to um, cripple your reproductive ability so early in life before you even get a real chance to you know marry someone or get into uh, you know the spirit of i want to have kids but when you was 13 14 15 you was out here fucking like 17 niggas again there's nothing wrong with that and contracting okay. stis and not getting them treated and so this campaign is targeting those young people i implore older people that are you know feeling a little young and like yourself feeling a little young in their spirit to Feeling also like be doing pussy. the same Feeling thing. Like, um, so even if you are against getting on prep, this is also a movement for that. Um, STIs, um, you know, for the most part are curable outside of two. Um, but there is one that you can take a pill for every day and not contract. And that is prep Thank- for HIV. Thank you guys so much for leaving us comments on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen. We're on Radio Public. We're on Acast, Pocket Cast, everywhere. I'm reading our um, Apple Podcast reviews. It says we've got two new reviews since the last time I've looked, but I don't see them. But I am here scouring and because I, I want to see them. And thank you for leaving your review because it's just... Um, it's possible that we might read your review on the show. And also, thank you guys so much for subscribing to us on Patreon. Because when you subscribe to us, we can give you more content, better content, and invest in our community. So thank you guys so much for going to patreon.com forward slash here for a pod and giving us some love. And we can give it right back to you. How about that? What's the song for your soul this week? Song for your soul. Ooh, I'm putting Sierra out of business. I just want to compete with Sierra and marry well, me a football player. <clears throat> mm. Competing with Sierra is like, and he also competing with the New York Yankees now because he's a football player. But he just signed with the Yankees. I'm confused. How he doing both? Oh, bisexual. I don't know. Well, um, I'm the Puerto Rican princess. This is gonna take God to come down here and stop me. So there's that. I don't know. You try to divert me from my song. My song this week is um, one of my white boy pop song favorites. Lil Dicky. Of what? Featuring Chris Brown. Nobody knows what that is. Oh. Um, <laughs> of recent. Like, I got some, like, from the 90s and from the early 2000s. John Those B. Realness. <laughs> I say white boy. John B. is not white. Oh, here we go. Um, But Nick Jonas has a song... Um, that's called Closer, which is amazing to me. 
It is so spiritual and it's so above the range that I typically think that a Jonas brother mm-hmm. would do. Mm-hmm. Um, the video is a great aesthetic for the song. Um, the song highlights, you know, being close to somebody and close just not a not even a good enough definition yep. for how close y'all are because y'all know so much about each other. Y'all know so much <clears throat> that the other person is gonna do or um, you you know you can just predict them. Um, you can just you, you've been inside them. You know the words that are coming out their mouth before they know the words that are coming out oh their mouth. God, and like that closeness. Uh, well, I mean, it is, it is a relationship, but it don't have to be de- defined as a relationship. People have that kind of closeness. Please define it if it's a relationship. If you'd have been inside me and you can predict my thoughts. Sir, you know, sir, this is a relationship. I'm tired of just coming up on Tuesdays and going home before the sun come back up. This is a relationship. That's personal. Um, <laughs> Quit you, doing this to me. And you take that up with them niggas. <laughs> I'm talking about... It doesn't even have to be romantic. Um, you can find that in... But he been inside me, so it was not romantic. Mm. Or are you taking that part back? I don't know. It don't. It doesn't... Yeah, I love take that part back after you done did it, but cool. So Ronald Matters is trying to clearly be <laughs> unfucked by somebody out there that has fucked him and he wants to Shout be Shout out unfucked. to my second lover. Okay. Not the first one. Mm, yeah, well, okay. Well, good luck in unfucking either of them. <laughs> but the song is talking about being inside <laughs> someone's head, not necessarily their oh. booty. Oh, Groundbreaking. Space <laughs> is just a word made up by someone who's afraid to get close. Like, we don't even have to have space, but you made up that word because you were afraid to get close. You put me at an arm's length distance because you were afraid to get close. Oh, I want you. I want you close. Close ain't close enough. I need you closer than actually close. That's why that's the song for my soul this week. Shout out to Nick Jones. Um, the song for my soul is so weird because I don't know why TV One does this. I mean, they're premium program you put on at premium times, but so I do understand. They cancel the show again. online. Um, TV One Unsung comes on Sundays when Walking Dead and Real Housewives of Atlanta come on. I'm not gonna be. I'm not watching TV One when I get off this premium TV. TV One. Y'all need to put Unsung back on, like, Tuesdays. I think I thought it come on last season, like, Wednesdays or something. Put it back on when people can watch it. But anyway, somebody was tweeting about it, and I was like, well, if I have time, I'll stay up and watch the Unsung. And, of course, it was Avant. And I was like, well, I got to watch this now, because Kiki going to be on there, and Kiki sings now. <laughs> and, of course, it was the story of a dude named Myron Avant from Cleveland, Ohio, and he, he had, looked like an Ohio. <laughs> he had got his homies in Cleveland had told him to go audition for R. Kelly's manager in Chicago. Then he thought it would be a good idea to go stay in Chicago and get signed to Magic Johnson's record label under Arista. I forget which one it was. And then um, Arista didn't, or whatever label it was, didn't believe in Avant. But he thought that the Magic Johnson name was going to solidify him because Magic Johnson got a record label. Y'all are going to love me. And they didn't. Um, but Eric's like, but we also got our own lab- people that are assigned to us first. Main point. It was a good unsung episode. So, of course, when they got to Kiki and My First Love, 
I was like, the song that started it all. They launched his career, her career. I don't know. He had a first single before My First Love. He had a few singles. But, of course, My First Love is the song. And so when it got to... Avant was dating his producer's sister. And then she dumped Avant or something like that. And then Avant wrote the song, My First Love, about dating his producer's sister. And then his producer was in a meeting later in his career. As we, I think it's like the third or fourth album at this point. The producer was in a meeting with Clive Davis and was expressing to Avant's producer that when it comes to music, you only have four minutes to get your point across to the listener. And so when they were brainstorming in a session with Avant, the producer goes, let's write a song about only having four minutes to get your girl back. And so what does Avant do? Hashtag four minutes. Avant just in the studio, just, you know. And so it was a really good episode of Unsung. So shout out to um, Kiki Wyatt because nothing in this world I wouldn't do for you, boy. Um, Kiki's album goes up. And in 2012 when they released You and I, that song goes up as well. It's something about the chemistry between Avant and Kiki Wyatt. R&B lovers go up for. And just any duet that they do together is a song for my soul. So there's that. Yeah, I agree. It was an amazing song. <clears throat> it was. Yeah. What are you here for this week? Um, this week, what I am um going to talk about in this segment, okay, is a brutal attack on Miami Beach. Um, Miami is currently doing uh Pride. I was gonna say spring quote, break and all quote, types unquote, of things. It's white Pride, but you know we we do different prides. We still go to spring break for Miami. Okay. Yeah. So, it's currently White Pride in Miami. Head on Miami Beach. There was this couple. um, Their names are Renee Shalakra and Dimitri Lagunov. They both have real Slavic last names. Okay. Um, They were walking along Miami Beach holding hands. They go to a bathroom. They were being followed by... Four straight men, they noticed that they were going, while they were going to the bathroom, they noticed that these four straight men were following them. Um, coming out of the bathroom, after they went into the bathroom to talk and figure out, you know, if they were really, you know, being stalked or being, you know, about to be attacked or anything like that, they came out of the bathroom. <clears throat> the four straight men accosted them, beat them up, both of them. Another straight man intervened. Um, and tried to stop the violence. His name is Helmut Mueller. So shout out to Mueller because we got, still waiting. We got hopes on every nigga named Mueller right now. Amen. Um, but this young man Helmut Mueller tried to intervene, and he was knocked unconscious when trying to fight these four men after they were beating, kicking, and stomping the two gay men for holding for hands. what? For what? Because they were holding hands on Miami Beach. Oh my gosh! In Florida. Um, there was footage taken. There's a reward out. Oh. Fox News, um, local Fox News, not not the big Fox News. Local Fox News covered the story. Um, and the reward is $10,000. So if you are in the Miami Beach area, go check out Gay Star News and look at the video and the uh, motion captured picture of these four gentlemen. If you recognize them 
Say some names. You can do it. Uh, and get paid. Yeah, you can do it anonymously and money get back, paid. Money back, money back, Because money back, money what money they back. did was absolutely atrocious. Atrocious. Oh, if there on, was four of you, and y'all felt some type of way about two gay men walking down mm-hmm. the beach holding hands, the problem is with y'all. Y'all were not, bored at the beach. What did y'all come to the beach them. for? Why y'all? Why y'all ain't booked? Why y'all? Why, y'all, why ain't nobody got no I'm weed? I'm taking selfies. Why ain't nobody got no pussy lined up? I'm drinking alcohol out of my water bottle. Why y'all ain't going to go get chicken? Why? Why the fuck is the most important thing what to is? you on Miami Beach? As expensive as fucking Miami Beach is, and as Ooh. gay as Miami Beach is, okay. why is the most important fucking thing? Well, them two niggas holding hands, and they weren't even niggas. These were white boys. Them two white boys holding hands, and the assailants were white as well. They hold oh. hands, and I, I just, I can't get with this. I cannot deal. with I got to beat their ass up because how dare they be out here? What about my hands? grandchildren? That's gonna have to deal with this. Um, so my here for it is two parts. Um, I'm here for, um, Mr. Henry Helmet. Excuse me, Mr. Helmet Mueller. I'm absolutely here for it because, um. Allies that step up when they see something wrong. We need you. We need you, and unfortunately, there's not enough of you, and uh, and we need to be empowering them. So I'm absolutely here for uh, Mr. Helmet Mueller. I'm absolutely not here for this egregious, atrocious attack. Things like this needs to be stopped. Um, I would say to my fellow gay men, because Pride Season is coming up, black mm-hmm. and white. Three months away. Like I've said in previous uh, YouTube videos, stay vigilant. So, you can see that people are following you. Go to a public place. You on Miami Beach. Go to a motherfucking gay bar. They ain't going to fight all of us at the gay bar. Yeah. I thought it was weird that they went in the restroom and negotiated between them. Because they weren't sure. They didn't know what was going Uh, on. But I mean, I understand, but mm, okay. So, to to Um, my gay people, I say continue to hold hands. Continue to kiss in public. We got this. Do not let this deter you from being who you are, loving who you love, and doing it in public. Because straight people don't let it do that to them. Um, Literally 50 years ago, uh, pit bulls were sicked on black people because they wanted civil rights. And now you can't find a nigga without a pit bull. So change the narrative. Change the story. Continue doing what you're doing. And do not be punked by ignorant pieces of shit. That's that's the best word I can come up for them. They're ignorant. And they can only be taught by time. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. Keisha Lance Verse. Uh-oh. Asked her entire cabinet to resign by the end of the day on Monday. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, and I am absolutely here for it. When Keisha Lance Bottoms won the election in December, she told everybody they had a job. You got about 90 days. You know, I'm going to look at y'all, get to know y'all, see what your practices are. Mm, I don't know. I'll see. So, here we are about 90 days afterwards, and she told everybody... 35 of Atlanta's top officials that um, she will decide by the end of the week whose resignation she will accept and whose she will decline, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution, of course, um, decided to reach out to the 
communications director on Monday and was like, oh my God, can we get a comment? Can we get a comment? Guess what happened? I want you to guess. Give one guess what you think happened. No comment. Um, A message it said at the number that it had been changed, disconnected, or is no longer working. Hmm. So it sounds like <laughs> um, Keisha had accepted the communications director resignation. Um, you called him the wrong girl. <laughs> Call Keisha Lance verse and you might get some answers. Because she don't have no job here no more. This other girl don't have no job. The the mayor not about to be recalled or fired. Uh, um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, apparently, uh, that was one of the first resignations she accepted on <laughs> So the story breaks. So of course you reach out for the communications director to see is it true? Keisha gonna fire all thirty five of the top officials. And girl, you call for a comment and the number don't work. <laughs> but I'm here for it. New management. I'm in love under new management. Keisha Lance Bottoms wants new things. But people love Kasim Reed, so I don't know why Keisha is so. No, people were very divided on Kasim Reed. We were divided. Okay, I don't live in Atlanta, but I thought we we liked. I thought overall we liked him. No, Kasim, we were uplifting, but I don't no, Kasim Reed, Quasimodo face ass, um, had some real questionable LGBT oh shit going. But he signed the LGBT ordinance in Atlanta. Should be back. It was a lot of. Backlash of the whole state of Georgia is in yeah, should be backhanded. The, the, oh, okay, it was he realizes it's Atlanta, and so I gotta do something gay, but it's really, okay. it was really backhanded. All right, um, uh, Quasimodo so, face ass bitch. Shout out to Keisha Lance verse. I mean, oh, Keisha, they got me tripping up on work. Keisha Lance bottoms telling everybody, hey, turn your resignation in by the end of the day, and I'll decide if I want to keep your ass or not. How about that? Decision's already been made. Powerful women's move the narrative. Bottoms out here, powerful in Atlanta. Verse bottom, probably because it's Atlanta. Um, it's time for our last call. Are you excited? I'm always. I don't like. I don't see it in your face. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Are you stressed? Um, National Stress Month out here. No, because my last call is amazing. Okay. My last call is to um, the new Mike Brown. So we know the name Mike Brown from the tragedy um, of police brutality. Uh Uh-huh. But there's a new Mike Brown. This gene is amazing. Bless him. Um, There's a new Mike Brown. So the new Mike Brown has been highlighted on uh, also... On the big Fox, not local Fox, on large on the large Fox network. Fox and Friends, tease. Yeah. He was an exceptionally gifted student who has applied to twenty different colleges. He ex- he got accepted to all twenty different colleges that he applied to, um, and got twenty full rides to. All 20 that he applied to, including Harvard and, and Yale. And they are upset, I, I, I assume. They were uh, I assume they were being upset. Was, my daughter and my son. Oh, especially with the diversity clause. They're like, and then black man got in, and my daughter is white. And so I there's assume. so Mike Brown is also my last call because there's a possibility that he's LGBT. We don't know for sure because he has not come out of the closet. But if well, you watch he should the, not have to. His studies should speak for this. For yes, themselves. that is that is important. <clears throat> but if you look at his mannerisms and the way he reacted, here we like go he, with that. All right, he's not masked. 
He's not the black definition of of mask. Okay. All right. No one said he had to be. I'm just saying because y'all know y'all do that to me every day. And I'm still the boss of all y'all girls. If you're 31 or if you're 64, your retirement is going through me. How about that? But even if they say that about you, they're not wrong. You are gay. Oh, well, chill. So, (laughs) again, like I said, there were specific things about this young man's reaction that clued some people in that he may be LGBTQ. Mm. I didn't say that he was. Did he do a I said, drop? Did he give a shout out to RuPaul? I mean, like, what what do you do that's gonna hint that he's LGBTQ? So, have you seen the reaction? I haven't, but... Okay, just... then, stop talking. Um, he had a reaction to being accepted to these schools. Okay. And his reaction was very happy very joyous. Gay. I'm excited. I'm excited about him joining all or getting accepted to all 20 of these schools. The people on Fox were not as excited. They continued to drag him because he took the opportunity away from 19 other students who may have gotten ex- accepted to these schools. But instead, he applied to so many schools that mm-hmm. he was accepted to all of them and other students, a.k.a. maybe white students, weren't given the same opportunity. Um, and they alluded to the affirmative action clause and maybe that's why he they got accepted do. to them. Um, and maybe that's why he got the uh, the full ride scholarships um, and they continued to try to drag him. But the narrative changed. He came out on top, and they um, came out on the bottom, literally. And looking like they were trying to drag a black person, and it went viral on Twitter yesterday. Um, so again, if you have not seen the story, look up Mike Brown in the top 20 colleges that he got into. Um, there's a video on YouTube. Again, uh, congratulations to Mike Brown. And thank you for being the next Mike Brown. My last call is so weird because I feel like we are like in sync this week. It's so weird. We are in sync. Um, I'm definitely excited for Mike Brown because of the average um, application cost is about $45. So that's $900. And if I'm smart, I can find somebody to sponsor a $45. I can find child five to ten girls in my church to sponsor me a college application and then i'm part of organizations in my high school i can find girls to sponsor my college application and then if i have a part-time job as a high school student which child i did um i can fund myself so shout out to mike brown and shout out to him getting accepted to all 20 and whichever one he picks i hope he um goes to harvard so him and yara shahidi can um is this that's it right both of them can be together at Harvard and taking pics together, and he can get a good spot on Grownish because they would slay. Um, my last call this week is to a tweet by The Root. It says, CBS aired a story about a memorial dedicated to lynchings of black people, and white people are complaining because it made them uncomfortable. Um, and my boo, George Johnson, quoted the tweet. But y'all weren't uncomfortable when y'all were doing it. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Your Blairisms t-shirt line, brother. 
Um, Oprah did a 60-minute segment on a memorial in a museum that's coming to Montgomery, Alabama. And it's amazing. It's like they, they were walking around the museum and there were 4,000 caskets over your head with each person's name um, that they had recorded of a lynching. And of course, there's 4,000 recorded lynchings, but how many lynchings actually happened that didn't get recorded? Um, so thank you to our auntie for shining, shining a light on Montgomery, Alabama and this upcoming exhibit at this museum because y'all lynched us. One, we didn't ask to come here. Two, we didn't ask to be um, enslaved. Three, we didn't ask for you to lynch us after you, quote unquote, signed the piece of paper to give us freedom. So if y'all lynched us, how are we wrong? Why are white people uncomfortable? How about that? Um, so shout out to Oprah 60 Minutes. Shout out to CBS for actually airing it because I, that's progressive for CBS as a network. Um, but uh we we here. You might we might be ugly. We might be whatever she said, but we here. We here. Woo! That is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow us on the internet, hereforitpod.com. Um, there's another website with merchandise coming up really, really soon. We got some test merchandise, and some things were great. Some things were mm, trash. We got to figure it out. But merchandise is coming soon, okay? Prepare your wigs. Um, you're going to need more than the amount of money for the new Nicki Minaj single. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. You can follow me, the Superman, at anywhere you can follow every nigga on. Um, I am currently still doing plenty of fish and black people meet. So um, look for me in all those places T H E S U P A M A N. Um, if you have enjoyed this podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and comment. I asked you to do all of those things. And if you are courageous, take your ass over to Here For It Podcast Patreon and donate at least, at least a dollar a month. You got a dollar. You spent a dollar on them fucking tacos. A dollar a month and you can save a podcast. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate you. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie.